Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 through 38. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And for anyone who takes away your coat, Do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them to do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those that do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you give back. It's the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. There is an episode of the animated show, The Simpsons, where Lisa and a group of Springfield's most knowledgeable people are tasked with leading the town. And they offer all of these various innovative ideas to govern better. One of them is that they decide to just get rid of green lights at intersections so to save time. And so you have this example of someone when it goes from red to yellow and they're all rushing because they need to get, get over to the intersection in a hurry. So there is another one and this is how they could sex up jury duty. And it's a show that you see the bar owner, Mo, he gets a letter and it's asking him to serve on a jury. Now you've all probably received those letters at one point or another. They're pretty, with pretty functional language. But his said this, you have been chosen to join the Justice Squadron 8 a.m. Monday at the Municipal Fortress of Vengeance. Mo, thinking he has joined some kind of the equivalent of the Justice League, is excited 
to volunteer. There is something about that little vignette that I think sums up the world that we live in. Notice that they call the courthouse not a place of justice, but it is a place of vengeance. And let's think about this. Which is sexier, justice or vengeance? The fact of the matter is we all tend to think vengeance is a little bit more just. We may not say that out loud, but let's be honest, we do think that. There is a sense of satisfaction that comes with vengeance, with someone getting their just desserts, that does not come with justice, let alone love. In the end, with vengeance, the bad people get what's coming to them. So Jesus is still at the level place, the Sermon on the Plain, this week, and he continues to teach the disciples, and by extension the crowd, about how you are going to live if you want to follow Jesus. And the thing is, this text that I just read is actually pretty challenging. And if you don't realize that, you kind of need to. You may want to reread this, the passage again. The text is a reminder that to be a disciple of Jesus is costly. And it goes against not just the ways of society, it goes against our way of being and how we think the world should operate. The call, as he says here, and then also, you can also see this in, in the book of Matthew, to love our enemies is probably the most misunderstood and misused passage in the Bible. It's misunderstood because I don't think that we normally understand the depth of what Jesus is calling us to do. I've heard a lot of different explanations about this passage, and usually what it boils down to is that to love our enemies is to be tolerant or to be nice. But loving our enemies isn't that. It's something that is far more, far different, and even, in some cases, offensive. Because it goes against all that we believe. When Jesus calls us to love our enemies, he is asking us, his, us and his disciples, to look at those that hurt them, those that offend them, as someone, as a child of God. Not because they're nice, not because they have done something nice for us, but because they are a child of God, full stop. So this is where the hard part comes, because who is a child of God? And the answer to that is everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have a hard time accepting that. A child of God is someone like Kim Potter, the 26-year veteran of Brooklyn Center Police Department who as we know, last year shot a motorist, Dante Wright, to death. Potter used what she thought was a taser, but was really a gun. 
And she was convicted in December of the crime. And this Friday was sentenced to two years for manslaughter. She's a child of God. Is she worthy, not just of justice, but of love as well? And how about Dylan Roof? This was a man that was invited by the pastor of Emmanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina, to a Bible study. And he repays that kindness by drawing a gun and killing nine people who were African American. Roof wanted to start a race war. And he is a child of God. Botham John was a 26-year-old accountant living in Dallas. Amber Geiger was a cop with the Dallas Police Department. They both lived in the same apartment building. Geiger came home one evening from work, but went into Botham John's apartment by mistake. She draws her gun, thinking that he is an intruder, and shoots John dead. There was evidence later on, we found out in her trial, on the phone of racist treats against African-Americans. And she is a child of God. All these people are children of God and, God, and Jesus is calling us to love each and one of them. And we can think about even in our own lives, those people that have hurt us, those people that have offended us, they are also children of God. And we are to love them. Does that seem fair? No, it's not. But the fact of the matter is, God is not fair. And frankly, for that, we should be happy. Because if God was fair, you and I would stand unforgiven and cut off from God. When Jesus says the church is called to be merciful, it is a call to what is actually an unfair way of living, a living that offends our sense of resentment. In 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul talks about how the cross is an embarrassment to the world. He says, in beginning with verse 22, for Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, of course, I'm not saying that people should not be held to their actions, for their actions. That is where justice comes in. But the fact is, in our own world, we want people to get what they give. If they give out hatred, we want to give that back. And Jesus is telling us this is not his way. His way is exemplified on the cross where he died unjustly. And that is the place where he forgave his killers. The thing, of the thing is, though, it is only through the power of Jesus that we can love those who hate. Loving your enemies is not 
about ethical living. It is about discipleship. And it is only through the power of Jesus that we can do these things where we can forgive others, where we can love others who hurt and harm. Because it was in the power of Jesus that some of the families of those who, uh, families of the dead and wounded in Charleston could face a racist like Dylan Roof and forgive him. It is only in the power of Jesus that Botham John's younger brother, Brandt, could forgive Amber Geiger and give her a hug. The point of the matter, as I said before, in this passage from Luke, is not about ethics. Because it is hard for us to love people who do evil and practice injustice. The whole point of this passage, really, is that we can't do this on our own. It is only through the power of Jesus Christ, through the power of the cross, that we can love those who seem unlovable. We are called to be merciful and to love our enemies. None of this is practical. It is only through the power of Jesus that we can be as merciful as God is merciful. So do we want to love our enemies? Do we want to be a disciple of Jesus? Maybe the first thing that we need to do is to get on our knees and pray. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L dot org. May God be with you in the coming week.